Hello, was, the internet. Was Roy Orbison a piece of shit? I don't think so. I don't know, right. though. Sorry. You got it. old piece of shit or something. It's the way he sings. I'm like, it's unnerving sometimes. Yeah. He died young, right? I remember. Or like, he died right when he was getting famous. Anyways, this is the short show, a.k.a. Zidey Tidy Trendy Lucy, courtesy of, uh, who we say? Oh, Johnny Davis. Johnny Davis. The one, the only Johnny Davis. I think uh, I'm Jack. That's Miles. Mize Mouks said Zidey Tidy Lefty Lucy. And then Johnny Davis came and said, let me, I have notes. Let me just tweak that uh, last one. Real quick. Keep it on brand. Tweak on yeah. that. A little twist, if you will. The that. only thing I remember about Roy Orbison is that um, in The Waterboy, uh, the Fonz, uh, what's, that, what's his name? Henry Winkler. Yeah, Henry Winkler's character had a, a tattoo on his ass of Roy Orbison. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, mama don't know, won't hurt her. You got it. That's why, I don't know why we were talking about that when this recording started, but we're going to do media res on today's episode. There we go. What are we, Nerdist? Or 10, id 10 T? Uh, whatever, what? Chris. What, what was that? Uh, Chris something, who used to host Nerdist, and then now he hosts Chris a Hardwick? show. Yeah, Chris Hardwick. Now he hosts a show called Idiot, where the I and the O are a one and a zero because tech shit. Because binary. Yes, sir. Oh, um, hell yeah. But they used to start their show like, wait, we're recording? Like three minutes in. Um, oh, no, that was legitimately me interrupting the beginning of the recording. To be yeah. Like, I didn't is Roy Orbison an is, it, is he a piece of shit? <laughs> yeah. I, didn't like, I don't like how his voice is all shaky and wavy and impassioned. <laughs> Because it sounds like a like a teenage boy who got broken up with, like cry screaming at yeah. his like ex through a door. Like, you don't even understand me. I'm yeah. not gonna leave until you come out here and tell me. You know what? To me, he always had like old uncle vibes. Like yeah, which I thought was I always respected the fact that he looked like he was a elderly retired gentleman as a rock musician. Um, right. Because I Corey have Feldman a... could play him, or Skrillex. Oh. Yeah, one of the two. Anyway, we digress. Hey. Uh, and we're of course talking about that because <laughs> Super Producer on Hosnia said he was Marshmallow Elvis. Mm, um, yummy, yum 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 yum. Uh, we're talking about this, of course, because Roy Orbison is trending number one. Number one with a bullet. With a bullet. Always. Uh, no, of course, the thing that is trending that is on everyone's mind is the uh, Johnson & Johnson vaccine is uh, has caused one person to uh, die of a blood clot and another person to be hospitalized. Um, and it is vax panic uh, yeah. time, big time. I mean, I think there's just a lot of people just have overall questions still. They're like, can I get you can still get COVID even if you're vaccinated. Right. I, it only lasts for like a little bit. What is, What about the variants? Yes. Okay. It's true. You can. But the whole point is that you your outcomes will be much less severe if you're vaccinated. Right. Uh, and I think the idea that I think a lot of people is like trying to get people to understand it's not a magic bullet. Like vaccine doesn't mean the end of the pandemic and everyone's going to now live forever. It's just that this is essentially a part of this vital equation that we need to stop the pandemic. We need people to be inoculated 
to be able to a tamp or at least put a tampering effect on the amount of hospitalizations and deaths and things like that. So yes, uh, please, please Still have get faith. the vaccine. Yeah, yeah, and I think the idea, of course, yes, the Johnson and Johnson six women between 1848 had like these blood clot reactions. This is still very rare. It's less than one in in a million in terms of like the amount of people that have received this vaccination and what has occurred. Um, And a lot of people on Twitter uh, were very quick to point out. They're like, oh, do you know about blood clots and birth control? Right, right. Which is much more common than what is happening here. Um, So, you know, I think there's just the FDA and the CDC, you know, they called for a pause in order to just kind of have some more analysis to figure out what the connection is and what can be done. Um, So there's little to suggest there's a specific cause aside from the fact that the people who have had these have had low platelets, so made them more prone to bleeding. Uh, But at the Mm. end of the day, you have a the 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 medical community, the scientific community, especially when they do these trials, it's like this is seems so rare uh, that it doesn't quite outweigh the actual benefit of having people inoculated considering how rare it is. Like you're more likely to get COVID than you are to have a reaction to a vaccine. Right. Right. And the, I, I was thinking that, well, they just checked for that like pre-existing condition, but it sounds like that would be hard to test everybody's blood before they got this. So that's yeah. Or a, at the very least, it seems like it's been women that have right. been, you know, uh, affected and whatever those numbers are, but you can, you can certainly begin to figure out what the best way is to to roll that out and uh, inform people. But, you know, I think it's just all this has done is kicked off a whole wave of people being like, oh, you see, oh, no, like this is it's it's all happening terribly. Uh, localities are like, well, we're going to have to we're, we're just going to not use it at all. Um, yeah. And other people have been concerned that, that because if there's a pause on Johnson and Johnson, that's going to affect the vaccine supply. But a lot of the research shows that because of the amount of especially conservatives that are anti-vax now, right. uh, they're like, yeah, we might actually act- still have enough for the people that actually want them rather than do we have enough for the- all of the adults in the United States that we were trying to in- inoculate? Yeah. The anti-vax community is very committed to being wrong and loud about it. So I'm sure. Yeah. It also like... I'm. Like because because you know the statistical points that are being made about you know how frequent uh, deadly blood clots are in birth control, how frequently people die in car accidents, how frequently people die in accidental shootings, and like those aren't getting covered, and the media like this is everywhere, and uh, this one death, and the media is like, well, this is a devastating blow to people's willingness to get. Don't vaccinated. And it's like, well, isn't that your fault? Like, aren't you doing that by putting this headline front and yeah. center? Something um, more responsible would be like, y'all, if you're worried about this, have you heard about these other things that right. are existing and have way worse safety rates that we're still banging with? Like, that is more of a thing to give some people some perspective rather than yes anding people's misplaced yeah, yeah. vaccination paranoia. Yeah. Purple Urkel is trending. Hey. Um, because one Steve Urkel, Jaleel AKA White, Jaleel White, yes, has released a weed strain. He is launching a weed company, I believe. Uh, and he wanted to 
play do a play on purple nurple is that what we're doing well, the thing here? is purple urkel as a strain has existed prior to this business okay venture. okay so for me i was like okay in a way i was like don't try and it's just oh, try wait, to get proprietary <laughs> yeah, and i was like wait you're urkel so maybe yeah. you feel some type of way even though i don't know if you own that ip outright but um yeah i don't know cool sure yeah. yeah i would like weed named after me at some point but is it good weed the is it a good strain it depends on like you know th- there was a there was a whole wave in like the late aughts of purple weed uh right. and purple just visually being you know first there was like purple kush when i was in high school and i was like oh you got the purple kush and then there's granddaddy purple and purple urkel which are all sort of like these other variants but the thing was, it was it was just more of a visual thing that became really dope to see purple nugs, and you could achieve that a number of ways, like unnaturally. You could like mm-hmm. you could, for example, you could shock the buds into turning color, like by putting them in a freezer with color Got change, it. whatever. But I don't know, paint whatever, them. cool, yeah. Just it's a good, you know, purple. I'm a more of a granddaddy purple fan than a purple Urkel fan, but yeah, that's just me. Indica or sativa? That's an indica. That's an indica. Yeah. That'll put you in, in the couch. There you go, uh, Jaxie. You know, I know it. Straight Am off I? your shift at the dispensary. Yes, sir. <laughs> On um, your way to the, the switch school of game reviews. <laughs> game. Gaming. Uh, uh, big gamer, big dope smoker. Do you think uh, some idiotic marketing person is only going to listen very narrowly to a couple episodes and be like, okay, so from what I gather, Jack is huge into smoking pot <laughs> in Nintendo Switch. <laughs> I hope so. I hope they understand the truth. Uh, come to learn <laughs> that I am uh, a respected voice and authority on all things uh, Gaming grass and, cannabis. and video games. <laughs> all right, let's talk about the NBA real quick. The Sixers are trending because Doc Rivers is pretending that he wasn't aware that the Sixers are playing the Nets on Wednesday night, uh, which is a big showdown Mind that games. a lot of people have been looking forward to i don't know how this mind game necessarily helps you um to belittle the team that you're going up against that's rarely the the thing like you're just giving them a a reason to be pissed but does he know like maybe getting into their egos with a little comment is phase one of their asymmetrical psychological warfare against them or maybe you're doing that to sort of mitigate the pressure on your own team too mm-hmm. or be like mm-hmm. oh yeah is it, it's this it's the that's okay like not to be like yeah you know it's a big game right. yep we've been waiting for that just <laughs> to be like, oh yeah it's, oh it's, it's the nets okay yeah 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 okay just to kind of keep the vibe easy low-key and even because joel Embiid is gonna have to put the whole team on his fucking back yeah uh and as he has been Get ready to do that in the playoffs in every season but or in <laughs> every series uh but yeah, it's uh, it'll be a very interesting game. The Nets are coming off that loss to the Lakers. The, We're coming off a loss to the Knicks. To the Knicks. <laughs> Although the Knicks are not like a complete joke this year. Um, Obi Toppin is maybe a bit of a disappointment for, yeah, for them. For sure. Uh, never draft a Dayton Flyer, guys. Come on. I could have told you that. Um, nah. Shout out to... Shout out to Dayton. Love y'all. Uh, and I love this Sixers team, Miles. Uh, I like them. I, I told you. Look. Yeah. I'll become a singular Joel Embiid fan uh, just for this. Um, you know, if whatever happens 
to the Lakers. I, I'm I'm really curious to see what happens. Like what what the reintroduction of AD is going to do uh, in a few weeks here and LeBron. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I I I got you know I don't actually don't have a lot of hate for the Sixers because even when we played them in the finals, we beat the shit out of them, so it didn't yeah. matter. And it was um, like a fun like Iverson had that one game and yeah, it was fun. And then the Lakers were like, and they okay, were like, but wait, what did he just do? Yes. Did you see that uh, one of the GMs from the Sixers when AI was playing there, he was talking about how like when AI couldn't play, like they used to have to hide all this shit from like his jersey from him because he would try and play or like when they oh, really him unfit that he would they would hide his sneakers and he would like make ushers from the arena run down to like a foot locker to go buy a pair of his shoes and <laughs> shit so he could play. Yeah, I mean, just one of the greatest uh just like spirit and physical motors, like just unstoppable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If he was just a little greats. bit taller, what does that look like? I mean, yeah. Or maybe that but, mentality was second to none. Yeah. But maybe he's not as quick. Maybe he doesn't have that mentality. If he see, is, this is why I keep saying five. we should be God. So Thank we you. can try this stuff out and see what yeah. happens. Let's tweak that Iverson strain. Let's shock <laughs> the Iverson inches. strain. Yeah. <laughs> Into becoming um, purple Iverson. <laughs> uh, and Iverson. then Jamal Murray had a pretty gnarly injury, yeah. which is really sad because he was one of the one of the dudes in the playoffs during the bubble last year who was making shots that were like next level. It just seemed like yeah. it, it's weird because all basketball is shot making, but like that does seem to be the thing that has like gone up a level in the past few years. And like Jamal Murray was one of the the artists pushing the, the art form forward with the shot yeah. making. So it's a shame for Nuggets fans, for him. Uh, hopefully he gets a speedy recovery because uh, he's, I think it's a torn ACL. Yeah. Um, and you just hate like anyone who's played sports. And even if you haven't, and you just know, but you can empathize with someone whose entire existence is about remaining healthy. And then yeah. like, you can just see in his face, he knows he did his knee. Like he knows yeah. And yeah. as much as the physical pain is there, there's just that whole other set of thoughts that wash over you about where you're at in your career. How long is it going to take to recover? Are you going to be the same player after the knee injury? Because it's like one of your most important joints. Ugh. So, yeah. Um, and that's coming and, from a toxic Laker fan. You know? You yeah. Hate, you yeah, literally yeah. hate to see. Actually, I actually hate to see this. Yeah. And finally, Arclight Pacific Theaters uh, will not be reopening fuck. after the pandemic. Uh, yeah, this is a bummer. I mean, this not is, fuck, like whatever. I don't <laughs> this is regional news, right? Uh, Arc is Arclight anywhere else? They have them like in Arizona. Like they have okay. them slightly scattered, but it's mostly yeah. California. This is like the classy movie theater uh, out here. Yeah, where you have a mango sausage and drink cab sauv in the fucking movie theater and shit. And they, um, yeah, but but uh, it's a shame. We we talk on tomorrow's episode. We we need a uh, we need to put together some a consortium, some momentum for uh, let let's group let's treat these uh, movie theaters like the Green Bay Packers and make them owned by the community. Yeah, I think I I gotta fucking figure out how to do that. Like it would take. Jack, who do you have in your phone book, man? Let me let me take a look at your address book real quick. <laughs> who do you got in there? Because right, so I'm that's serious. That's, if we uh... could get, I'm serious. Look, if we bang some, we crunch the numbers here. Yeah, I'll reach out to some washed children of celebrities. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but 
to get enough of an effort to buy out the thing I think is actually the dopest thing and would be the coolest thing LA could do is if we could somehow organize the purchase of the Cinerama yeah. Dome because it's historical. Yeah, and it's a historical You don't want monument. fucking Disney or Amazon owning that shit. And I know there's yeah. a lot of talk about that. And if, look, here's the other thing. If they don't do it, then as a city, we got to say, yo, don't go to that motherfucker. And if you do, it's ugly. And yeah. for Amazon and Disney, oh, I don't know how all this graffiti got on the inside of the theater. <laughs> all the time? Every yeah. seat says, eat the rich? Oh my and God. How did that happen? I also think a dispensary, like having a dispensary inside the movie theater, like the arc light already had bars, but like yeah. a dispensary would be dope. Um, and the and dome is big probably enough. probably not that happening with Disney. Yeah. You could ventilate or probably create some next wave. Like maybe, oh, you didn't do the balcony is for the smokers at the dome. Right. Right. And then that way you could create like an air wall so the people in the lower levels aren't like, you know, sullied by the stench of cannabis. And then it can yeah, go up on yeah. the balcony. Or you do, you know, the, there's always a 420 showing. Mm -hmm. And you know mm -hmm. what the 420 showing, baby. <laughs> I mean, guys, we, what the fuck are we doing? We need to buy this fucking theater. Yes. Do it. Do it. But yeah, they, because that that is the one, like LA has, you know, respect for the film industry for its. Yeah, just not the people place. who work in it. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Come on. No man. way. Look, yeah. if your name ain't Leo, yeah. Get real. Yeah. All right. Those are some of the things that are trending this fine afternoon. Uh, we are back tomorrow with a whole last episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other, be kind to yourselves, wear a mask, don't do nothing about white supremacy, and we'll talk to you all tomorrow.